One evening, Professor Cole Bowden uses his key to the Keene house and walks in through the front door into the great room to witness some of the recent acrobatic yoga-style exercise that's been happening between Jimmy and Caroline. And that is not a euphemism. That's literally what they're doing. He walks in at some point where Jimmy's in a chair pose and Caroline's balanced with her feet flat on the tops of his thighs. And they're holding hands. Oh, fuck. My legs are shaking. Yeah, that's how it should be. <coughs> eh. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. <laughs> This is probably the most wholesome thing you've ever walked in on me doing with a woman. Jesus. Jimmy turns his attention back to Caroline and helps her step down off of his legs. She basically just needed a little help balancing, but maybe because she was a little bit taken off her game. Incredulous laughter. Why to put a girl on the spot? Sorry. Cole just rolls his eyes a little bit like... Heading for the kitchen. He's got you doing sports with him. <laughs> yeah. What? You feeling replaced or something? <laughs> no. Relieved, actually. God. Oh. I was on the verge of getting fit. <laughs> I don't have time for that. <laughs> And then Jimmy uses a slang word of the time, which is certainly not appropriate today. You fucking retarded. <laughs> Cole just shakes his head because he doesn't have to remind Jimmy out loud that Jimmy repeatedly, constantly tells him that he's smarter than Jimmy is. So, you know, what does that say about Jimmy? <laughs> But Cole is also not one to avoid deliberately going there. Well, you and me both, friend. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <gasps> Get out of my house. Okay, but what about your dad's house? <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> you too, brother. Caroline is glad they're kind of leaving her alone to regroup a minute. And she basically feels like she's watching them flirt, even though she doesn't know how accurate that actually is. She knows that they've done more than flirting, but she's never actually seen them flirt knowingly in that context. It's um exactly what she's seeing. They're just not trying to go there with it. But then Jimmy gets the ultimate win, because he turns to Caroline and says... I met this fucking guy in prison. <laughs> Cole knows when he's slain and he loves it. I'm gonna go have a cigarette. I'm gonna get out of your house. See you later. Caroline put a hand to her face, but good naturedly, she finds it adorable. Caroline, I'm sorry you had to see that. I. Love pushing that guy's buttons. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I can tell he loves pushing yours. Y'all let each other, so... Have a good time. <laughs> Alright, thank you. He's a tougher guy than he thinks he is. I mean, I mean, I said I met this guy in prison. Like, weak motherfuckers go to prison because they're stupid. 
but a strong motherfucker walks in that front door on purpose. Jimmy actually wasn't talking about himself in that moment, because in his mind, he was already in prison when he deliberately walked into Angola. He just would have been in a better prison for longer, so he was kind of concentrating his prison experience, but because he was already in prison. But then he thinks about it a minute, and it dawns on him what he just said. That also kind of concerns him, because he actually wasn't trying to brag, but Caroline didn't take it that way either. Yeah, that's like some Sister Helen Prejean shit. <sighs> Wait. It's Susan Sarandon and Dead Man Walking. Yeah. She's real, though. Right. Yeah, I met her. Really? Yeah. I mean, the real one. What did she say to you? We didn't really talk. I, I guess it, I shouldn't say I met her. I saw her. I was, like, in the room with her. She was talking. It was like, I don't know. The Catholics worship Mother Teresa and stuff. Caroline doesn't correct him because she's about equally Catholic in terms of knowing the dogma or following any kind of understanding of the religion. So despite being from southern Louisiana, it goes with that one. Wow, but she don't believe in the death penalty. Nah. Hey, you know what? This is where we need to go get Cole. Hang on. Hey, Cole! Let's open up the back door. Yeah. Get inside. We're talking about the death penalty. Ugh. You are. I just got off work. <laughs> okay. Jimmy closes the back door. <laughs> he does respect us, though. Okay. I guess he's going to join us later. But, yeah, you know when I think about this. Yeah. Right. I think we come in at the same house from a different door. No, I think it's the same fucking door. <laughs> okay. I think she's a better person than me because she's able to look a motherfucker in the face that probably deserves to take a bullet and say, no, not today. And that takes some real something. I don't know. Balls? certainly something that I do not have. At least in that quantity, because... Uh, I don't want to be the one to do it myself. Because that doesn't f feel real good. But I looked in the face of a motherfucker that needed it from somebody else, and I knew that in the pit of my stomach, so... Who am I to say? He makes a facial expression one would expect. If I said that line to that actor, I know that's how he would deliver it. Caroline just shakes her head. Thinking about it. Yeah, that one's above my pay grade because... I don't want to be in that position because I've seen other people there and it wasn't real good. They didn't have a real good time. No. No. Not a good time. Hell is not a party. No. No, I don't imagine it is. I don't know. This is way above my head, too, so... <laughs> I'm gonna quit while I'm still winning. 
good idea. Me too. <laughs> I like to listen to other people talk about this shit sometimes, and I just like to sit back and hear it. Not to sound pretentious, but have you ever read Carl Jung's autobiography? <laughs> I didn't expect you to say that, but I don't think it's pretentious. I think you really read it, because... Um, no, but I can imagine. I bet you have. <laughs> I was in prison and I ran out of issues of men's health, so. <laughs> I got bored and I figured, what the fuck, right? Okay, so as a kid, he carved a little statue out of wood. And he thought it was amazing and he was real proud of it. So he wrapped it up, hid it somewhere, and only he knew about it. And it was like his secret from the world for a long time. And he loved it and it was so special to him and all that shit. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm feeling like moved by this. Wow. Weirdly profound. And then he said, and it totally symbolized my dick. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, like, oh, Jesus. This is a feeling some people get when they read, like, Sartre or whatever the fuck his name is. Because <laughs> it just, I don't know. And then he wasn't done there because he said, and now, as a grown man, Understanding all of that, I'm making my hobby to carve giant ones out of tree trunks and keep them in my yard. And you can guess why. I wasn't exactly what he said, but <sighs> this is why you get paid for this shit. Could never. <laughs> Jimmy. And then she also uses that slang. You <laughs> retarded. <laughs> I know. At least I'm charming. <laughs> and Caroline obviously is charmed. Although Professor Bowden declined to participate in their conversation about the death penalty, he adjourns himself and returns with a film adaptation of Steinbeck's classic novel of Mice and Men, so the three of them watch it together. All three of them knew the plot of the story anyway, how it ended. So, nearing the end, when Lenny, the developmentally disabled guy who is very large and very strong, has killed multiple living creatures, including a human being. And he meets back up with his brother George, who, unbeknownst to Lenny, has a gun. Caroline looks over and sees Jimmy starting to get quietly emotional. His eyes are a bit red, and as she watches... They start to well with tears. One breaks over, spills down his cheek. As on screen, George wrestles with his emotions and then enacts the death penalty against his own brother. Caroline thinks she understands and that she knows why Jimmy is emotionally affected. And she's not completely wrong. But she's also not completely right. 
The movie is over. Jimmy has poured himself another drink, slammed half of it immediately, sat back down on the sofa. He's rested both his elbows on his knees, resting his forehead on his hands. That's a worse kind of monster. Type that doesn't even know they're a fucking monster. Do you mean worst as in the most dangerous or the most unfortunate? Because I could see a little of each. Yeah. A little of both. Because you can't just tell a guy like that, hey, cut that shit out. He doesn't even know he's doing anything wrong. He can't stop himself, even if he knew. And he can never know. So he can never stop himself. So then what do you do with that guy? You lock him up forever or you put him down like a goddamn dog? Cole reaches over the back of the sofa, pats Jimmy's shoulder. Jimmy doesn't take his head from his hands, but turns to look up at Cole. You need another drink or anything, man? No, I'm okay. I'm gonna go have a cigarette. I'll be back. Yeah, um... Dad'd say have one for me, but... I kind of don't even want one. But he ends up immediately cracking out his weed and rolling a joint. Smoking on that thing. <coughs> Still resting his elbows on his knees, rubbing his forehead. Caroline has dragged over the ottoman. She's sitting on that. Jimmy passes her the joint. Yeah, you better help me with this, because I'm not helping myself too much right now. It's all right, Jimmy. I'll help you out. When he looks at her from between his fingers, he sees her watching him. And as usual for their interactions, her expression is very sympathetic. But... He also sees an unspoken question or a type of prompt or something in her eyes that gives him the idea she's figured something out or is at least close enough to a type of realization that he immediately reaches for his drink glass, grabs it, and chugs three quarters of what's left in one swig. She's just watching him obliterate himself. And he feels like he's answering her unspoken questions. Doing that thing where he digs himself a hole, makes himself look real guilty, but he can't help himself either. He gets up, walks over to his bar cart with his drink glass. Starts pouring himself a new one right on top of what's already left in the glass. Tosses a bit of that back. He's visibly becoming more and more of a mess. His hair is fucked up. He's been crying a little bit. His eyes are still red. 
but his body language is just kind of done. Defeated. He sits back down. Caroline's still puffing on the joint. She does offer it to him again. Thanks. <laughs> he can't look at Caroline. So, I've been seeing on your face that you got a question, so... Caroline doesn't take any delight in this. He pinches his own nose shut. Looks stricken. I've seen a lot of shit. And a lot I wish I could unsee. But... I have participated in a man's death. His body starts lightly heaving. He's quietly sobbing. He's put his head back into his hands. Three times. But... Two of them aren't dead yet. Yeah, Caroline already knew he was going to say something of the sort, but she didn't really expect all of that exactly. She's looking at him with sympathy, concern, and she's also a little perplexed. What do you mean? Two of them ain't dead yet. <laughs> They're gonna die in prison. Having spent the rest of their forsaken lives in a fucking cell. And I personally went out of my way to make goddamn sure of that. I as good as killed him. Now he's completely in it, crying. Caroline reaches over. Puts a hand on his shoulder. <laughs> well, the one you already told me about, you know I think you did the right thing. <sighs> Somebody had to do it. Because he didn't want to stop. He wasn't going to. Somebody else had to, for the sake of everybody else in the world. <sighs> Jimmy has a visual memory of walking with his friend Joe, who is eating an ice cream cone. We shot him a bunch of times. And then his brain just kind of jumped out of his skull. Landed right on his chest. It was kind of neat. Jimmy sees his own face as a younger man, just aghast, sickened, but trying to hold it together. Yeah. Now, 
years later on his sofa, he just buries his face completely in both hands, gives himself over to sobbing. <laughs>